Hey everyone, welcome to a holiday quickie quick shot of romance. I am Becky, and joining me for this episode is Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Hey, Becky. Uh, it's been a minute since we've done a quick shot together. It, it has. I think it it's been, been almost a, a year. Um, that sounds about right. Yes. Um, but I'm excited to talk about this. Um, on this episode of A Holiday Quickie, we are reviewing Carry Me Through. And I forgot to write the author's name down. It's Rachel. Rachel Holm. Rachel Holm. Um, and we'll link the synopsis of this book in our on-the-shelf show notes at buzzingaboutromance.com. Um, I apparently did not do my homework on this. Release date. This was from last year, 2022, November 2022. Yeah, I have the book pulled up. November, December 2022. Apparently, I did not do Yeah, that. it was November 10th of 2022. Perfect. Um, this is an enemies to lovers. And I will say, in 2024, we are going to educate everybody the difference between enemies to lovers, rivals to lovers, and adversaries to lovers. And this is absolutely enemies to lovers because there is a history between not so much the two of them. There is, but it's also in the family. Yes. So there's reasons to say that this is enemies to lovers. Um, close proximity, Grinch. <laughs> like, I didn't know else how to say it because boy is Cole a Grinch. Yeah, it's like Christmas grumpy sunshine. Like, he is a Grinch for sure. Like, Christmas hater. Christmas hater, yes. Um, a holiday romance, small town, only one bed, snowed in. And a slow burn. So while it is close proximity, we do get the one bed Snowden trope, which is forced proximity. So we get a little bit of everything in this book. We do. This is a dual point of view. And the put out percentage, um, it's a slower burn. I want to say it was like 60. I, like, I was looking and it looked like it was like 55%, but I don't know if that... If my copy had like an extra epilogue 56, in it. 56%. You know 56%, I mean? 56% is what the put out percentage was in the final book. Um, there is a third act breakup. And number of pages is 263. So this is about 60,000 words. And Rachel and I were talking before we started. Somebody in their review called it a novella. And you're like, no, this is a full book. But you, like me have read a lot of category romances. Yes. So a category romance is anywhere from 40,000 words to 60,000 words. And a category novel is going to be shorter than some of the more, some of the chunkier indie novels that we're seeing these days. Yes. And, you know, I avoid those um, chunky novels. I just refuse to read them. It's okay. So most of the books I read are like, 200 to 350 pages so I'm like any anything in there I'm like that's a full-length book it is a full-length novel <laughs> um and it's a full and this is a really well developed novel too like these are really great characters um and we're gonna get into that it is an absolute standalone however book two in the series is coming out in January February yeah so it'll actually be the start of a new series okay spun off from this one so i think the book is called capitally matched comes out in january i'm pretty sure it's the best friend from this book okay fun so fun yeah um and this was a debut for rachel right yes it was her debut novel 
Um, and this does absolutely pass the buzzing about romance diehard test. Like you cannot have this book without Christmas. It doesn't make sense. Correct. Yeah. Like, I mean, the titles carry me through Christmas. Everything is centered around the holidays. Like it would not make sense any other time of the year. It wouldn't. And you couldn't be snowed in. I mean, they're just. Right. You're not having a Valentine's Day festival and getting snowed in. Like this is absolute Christmas cheer in this book. Yes, 100% agreed. Um, And one of the things that I really, really enjoyed about this book is the one bed trope. And I've recently been looking for one beds snowed in because I think those are so fun. And um, as I've started to read them, some of them are disappointing. (laughs) Like, I loved the ones that like, you know, oh, we have no heat or electricity. We're snowed in in the cabin. We have to sleep by the fire. There are multiple beds they could sleep in, but heat, we need to sleep by the fire. So I love those. Um, But ever since we did the force versus close proximity episode with Carolina, and she talked about how hotels rarely have, you know, they have more queen doubles than they have kings. Right. The likelihood of one bed is, you know... I I always think about that and I'm like that's why everyone needs to just make it like a and b or like a small hotel like, like right like a boutique hotel like a Hilton yeah yeah like because <laughs> yeah most of the time they like if you want one bed they're like sorry we only have two queens available right um I yes. although I will say when we went to the ATA event in November Leah's room that at the hotel was a king size and she and Susie shared the one bed. Yeah, Kelly and I had to share in Chicago. So I think that's hilarious. So it does happen. Um <laughs> so the gist of this story is that our heroine Blair Green is it's this is the daughter returns home to the small town. So it absolutely has those hallmark Christmassy vibes where she's returning home. Um, her She's the daughter of the former mayor. Um, big city girl kind of comes back. And she is tasked with the plan of planning the Christmas festival, which is a huge deal for the town. Yes. And unbeknownst to her... The town has merged their festival with the neighboring town. (laughs) And Cole, who is, he's the miser of, he is, of this entire book. Um, He is the CFO of Winterberry Glen, which is the other small town. Holly Ridge is the name of uh, Blair's small town. And Cole is the CFO of Winterberry and he has to approve all of her budgets and expenses for the festival. And he hates Christmas. Yes. And I just, I love that part because it adds in the animosity you need in an enemies to lovers, right? Just because yes. it's like, really, this guy who hates Christmas is in charge of the budget. Like, he doesn't get it. Yeah. And he he doesn't get it. And this isn't just a festival that's planned a month before Christmas. Like, this is an undertaking 
that they take on in planning this. So this isn't just, I have to get through six weeks with him. This is a year long process. Right. Yeah. It's an, it's what they are known for. Yeah. It was so funny to watch them move through this. Um, and really the festival is like the huge moneymaker for the town. And so, I mean, it's really important. So not only do they hate each other, and he hates Christmas, and he basically has to deal with Christmas all year round. <laughs> but he has to worry, make sure that everybody's making enough money. Yep. It's like kind of his nightmare. It really was. It really was. Um, so I will say overall, um, this book had a fair amount of quaintness to it. Like, it absolutely has that small town. Everybody's wearing plaid. <laughs> Puffy, yeah. puffy vest vibe to it. And it reminded me of Parks and Rec. Like, I don't know sure. if you ever watched yeah. that show, but like the small town, like politics and like all that kind of stuff, like definitely gave me like Parks and Rec vibes. I can see that. I was not, I'm not like a diligent watcher of it. I think I yeah. caught an episode here or there, but I can see where it would have those vibes. And there was those funny, quirky rom-com moments in this book. Yes. And I think I really liked it because it was just really lighthearted and fun Christmas, which sometimes some of the novellas are just so over-the-top ridiculous or they're just yes. all the sexy times. And this one had really great developed characters and spice and also some of those fun holiday moments. Yes, like I agree because I think last year I read like 50 holiday novellas and books, like a crazy amount. And so many of them are just like they should have been more developed and they weren't. Yeah. And that was not this one. Like this one was very well developed. Yeah. Now I will say it feels rushed in the beginning and the ending feels rushed too, but the middle was wonderful which I, I the only reason I bring that to light is is she is debut so if you are reading this for the first time you might be like why is this moving so fast listen it does kind of slow down and the pacing gets like when we get to the Snowden and the one bed things really start to work in our favor um you just have to get through that rushed beginning because I feel like there were times where did they really know each other or did they just know each other you know what I mean like they're just yeah. And again, that comes with pacing. But for what I want in a holiday read, this was perfect. This was like, Jenny calls them mac and cheese reads. They're good. Comfort. They fill yes. the need. There, I, I do have like two complaints and I have to complain about this because it's my current thing. The Taylor Swift references. Oh, but I love that. So this is to stop. funny because I actually know we don't have to stop. It's pop culture. It dates and ages I, the book. But does it? Because Taylor Swift has been around Becky since 2006. And I think she will continue to be around. I understand that. I do you know think I'm a she Swiftie, has. Though. I know you you're know Swiftie. I'm a Swiftie though. <laughs> and I do think she has longevity. She's better than some of the others. Right? Like, uh, yeah. I get it. Yes. Like. But there were probably, like, if you're giving me more than two or three references, it's so two funny. or three too many. Like, I'll take two or three. I didn't count them, but I want to say we're over 10 references to something Taylor Swift-ish. That's, that's so funny. I, like, 
obviously picked up on them because I love them. But, like, I, di- I didn't count either. It's the same way I feel about, like, the whole Ted Lasso thing. Like, oh, yeah. how many more times that's can so we funny. deal with this? It just – so that's just my thing. Too much pop culture, so I think funny. it dates a book. Um, and then there was one thing. So they they had worked all day on the festival – and then they come back home and they engage in sex and nobody showered. And they had been like, oh, that's so funny. And I was like, they probably smelled. Why didn't we shower people? You worked all day. Aren't you sweaty? I'd be sweaty. I don't know. Those were the that's only two hilarious. things that I was like, why did we do that? That's so funny. Cause I don't like pick up on those things. Like, I know. unless it's like egregious where like, I read one book where, like, at one point he was wearing sweatpants, and then, like, at the next chapter, he was, like, taking off his belt, like... Right, nobody's wearing a belt with sweatpants. Oh, and I've complained about people that shower with their dress on, you know, like... Uh, Yeah. Or take their belt off three times. the shower is the thing to do. Maybe, maybe. (laughs) Uh, But other than pop culture and shower before you have sex, um, those are my only two things that I was, like... Ew. <laughs> but other than that, it was great. <laughs> That's so funny. Did you have a favorite moment in this book? Oh, I love the Snowden too. Like, I, that's like one of my favorite things. Like, I read a novella earlier today where they got Snowden. And I was like, yes, like, I love this. And it was at a B&B. So no worry about the beds. But uh, yeah, I love a Snowden moment. I feel like more holiday romances need to do that. I do too. And actually it's, um, and I have some other recs. So if you are following Buzzing About Romance on Instagram, we've been putting out Christmas recs and I have a whole slew of new Snowden recs coming this week. So make sure oh, you check I love that it. out. Um, okay. So I absolutely think that Carry Me Through Christmas is by Rachel Holmes is an absolute must read for your holiday reads. Um, so make sure you guys check it out. It's available in Kindle Unlimited. We forgot to say that. Yep. Um, do you have a book you think we should review for a quick shot of romance? Send us an email to the bees at bookcaseandcoffee.com. Rachel, thanks so much for recommending and reading Carry Me Through Christmas. Yes. Thanks, Becky. Until next time, everyone. Happy reading. Find us on Instagram at Buzzing About Romance or on Twitter at Buzzing Romance. If you like the podcast, please leave a review. If you'd like to support us directly, join the Bookcase and Coffee Patreon and receive exclusive content only available to Patreon members. Check out bookcaseandcoffee.com for our on-the-shelf show notes.